intended to be timeless but they both take a, a large amount of work but if you switch them and now you start judging a tabloid the same way you would judge a novel then the tabloid is always going to fall short because it's just like yo that's bullshit that's just intended to be readily so under your away. example then art is what the person who creates it says it's art it's not necessarily the person who's viewing it it's the intention of the artist. Yes. The artist. Okay, yeah. so that's what I'm saying. Is like, you know, you have these people that are like influencers, people that are like out there, you know, on Instagram and on Facebook and all this stuff or whatever. And if they say, like, if Kim Kardashian comes out and says, this is a great sweater, then everybody else goes out there and gets a great sweater. They, they bought it at, Wa she bought it at Walmart, and now Walmart is selling this sweater like gangbusters. But it's because she said it was. Yes. Okay, that's, that's what I don't agree with. I, I think that, it comes from the person who created whatever their motive. I mean, they may not have done it because of art. They, somebody created the sweater because they said, I want to make some money and I live in North Dakota and I want to create a blue cardigan. Hey, you know what? I think other people might like it or whatever, but they do it for a commercial purpose. So how does she get, why does she, Kardashian, get to convert the sweater to art when it was actually a commercial project? Just to make money because she was cold as shit, the lady in North Dakota, yep. and she wanted to make some money so she can come down to Florida and spend some time in the Keys fishing with her husband. Yeah. <laughs> but what, if, what if the motive all along was to make money that's what i'm saying that that's that's exactly what i'm saying that that's it's the person who creates it that's what determines if it's art or not not what she said not what he said not what not what anybody else says it's what the person who created it yeah like the, the project that we're gonna all be working on yeah it's we're seeing it as like a, an outlet we're thinking of something that it's uh that, that that's like the, the how, how can you say it? it's like the mecca of of, of uh, people who want to create mm -hmm. capturing emotion this that the other um, how is it that we get to define it but then somebody else comes in and says no I want to define it this way is that legit is it legit that somebody else gets to define it when we said no no this is what it means for instance like Myra Wexler mm -hmm. she comes in sees the product and says Oh no, because I see it as this and this and this, and because she's having an eye towards uh, an eye towards commercial or whatever. But we're seeing, hey man, it's just an outlet. Yes, there's just something that we're. I mean, that's the way that I see it. You know. Yeah. Well, but I don't. I don't get where. Like it, where the, one conflicts with the other. Like it, one is one is the artist's intention, which ultimately dictates what the work looks like. But the other one is the public's perception. Is it the artist's intention or the artist's definition that you're looking at? the artist's intention because i think sometimes they they divert for instance the intention that i have with the whole project mm -hmm. is just to get it out yeah you know what i mean but i don't want to necessarily you can define it whatever you want look at it and whatever you want but in terms like the true definition where you say okay this is art like even this guy norberto rodriguez yes that I'm, i was looking at his ig page now whatever um like i look at, at his images and the guy it, it almost seems like he gets it Mm -hmm. You know, in terms, uh, like I see that he does whatever he wants mm -hmm. and it is what it is. It's out there. You know, you call it art. I call it art, whatever. He says the one little thing that he typed for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. I love you. Yeah. And then on the bottom, he says, I mean it. 
Uh, that's it. Yeah. Fundamental, man. That's crisp and clean. But now we look at it. We say, coño, it's so deep. Get all the whatever. And he's just saying, no, man, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like where the, the art, where you're saying intention, I'm saying intention and definition are completely separate. Separate. Yes, I agree with that. I think that they're separate. That, yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. But by the same token, I also realize that it's only my opinion. And that everybody else can give their opinion. And just because I'm saying, hey, no, you're defining it wrong, that's bullshit. Yeah. You know, because I also believe everybody should express themselves. Yeah. The, um, why I'm so big on intention mm -hmm. is because if I know what the intention is, then I have a scale where, that I could say if something is successful or not. Right? So, like, let's say I give you an egg. Right? And then we're like, hey, let's cook this egg so we could eat it. Right? Since we know we're going to eat it, and since we know it's an egg, then we could judge past on every egg we've ever eaten in our life, whether you cooked it correctly or incorrectly, you know, to the taste of what an egg should be in terms of like, okay, you chose to make it scrambled or sunny side up, or you chose to, to put it in a cup raw and, hey, let's just drink it this way, or you chose to divide the whites and then the yolk, you know, but we have a baseline of like the intention was to consume this egg in an edible fashion. In a way that the person likes or may like. Or, or it's just as edible, like we were just gonna consume it. But, and, 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 and tying or circling back on this, yeah. tying it to art, I see it, I, I see the way that you're seeing it because not only are you an artist, but you also are a purveyor of art. You know, you, mm -hmm. you, you not only consume it, you not only own it, you not only attain it, but you also, see the value in it mm -hmm. you see the value like uh, the possible commercialization of it you mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah so is it just because you have that eye that you define intention and definition differently or or is it different for everybody else because you're you're in the art world mm -hmm. but you're in the art world wearing a bunch of different hats you know what i mean yeah and i've seen your art you know uh intense as hell mm -hmm. do you think that you give away you give away some of your artistry by commercializing it, by putting a price tag on it? No. Or do you think the price tag is justified for what? For Because that artist needs to live, that artist needs to create, so he should have a means of maintaining themselves? Yeah, I think those, I, okay, so, there's, there's, there's two areas where the art world, it exists in many phases, but there's two areas to simplify it where the same piece of work exists, right? You take one painting, take any painting or take any photograph or whatever. Inside the artist's studio, that work is made for a completely different purpose. When it hits the gallery floor, the same exact work becomes something else. The same exact work now becomes something else because the gallery setting, the intentions of the gallery is to sell at a profit a product just like any other business. It's just the product that they're selling is more rare than any luxury and it's more complex than anything else you could build because you're literally buying the time of someone ha that has decided to make artwork for a living. They could have decided to make anything for a living. They could decide to make hammers, lamps, cars, be a journalist, be anything. But like you take a painter, for example, or a photographer, like this person has decided to have an intention 
with the way they're going to take photographs, which is completely separate than how a journalist takes photographs, right? So now this person could be like, hey, I'm a photographer or I'm a painter and I'm going to use this talent, this skill, which could be learned, but in a completely separate fashion. And then once it hits the gallery floor, it's the gallery's job to monetize this, to sell it for a profit, to continue to, to fund the artist and the artist's career because they believe in what the artist is saying and the voice that they're saying, not only in their voice, but how they're saying it also, you know? And then for them to keep their lights on because a gallery space, just four walls, could have been a mechanic shop, could have been a coffee shop, could have been a restaurant, could have been a shoe, shoe store, mm -hmm. you know? So intention is the only ruler that you can measure things by. But maybe that balance that you're talking about between artist and gallery, maybe that in and of itself is an art form. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not necessarily the art form that one, I don't want to use the word traditionally, but traditionally tags artistry with but it's an art form in business yeah. because you do have to harness some sort of creativity and to like what you said, monetize it. And I think that, I think like the purist um, mixes up the words between monetizing and weaponizing it, you know, because yeah. the, the artist is, Oh no, cause I don't want my, my art to be corrupted and stuff like that or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that guy thinks that the gallery is weaponizing it, you know, it's like, no, no, yeah. leave me alone or whatever. It's like, douchebag how the hell are you gonna keep on painting and doing the stuff that you're doing or whatever if they don't sell your shit yeah you know what i mean so i i, I see i see the ballet between it yeah i see the ballet between it um i just you know i i just think that the first the first step in it is defining intention and definition yeah you know but obviously they they have to exist in, in separate planes to yeah, some because degree they are in separate, you know yeah i, I think that's just the way it's got to go the problem inherently with definition is that <coughs> you're trying to define something like w what is art like this that question has been posed for as long as anyone has been studying art because it's no different than any other language so people started speaking people started making noises with their fucking face yeah and then different languages sprouted mm -hmm. right but then that wasn't enough right like they they created music they created acting they created writing they created painting which are just languages like any other language. They're just as complex mm -hmm. and they're just as studied and just as wondered as anything else. Understanding that within that language, you gotta understand that there's, a, there's the best way to say things. So I, I could go around a circle or I could try to say something and butcher it, right? But someone that's a, like a great or orator or someone that can speak very well could use 12 words and be like, like you nailed it. Agreed. Like you nailed the feeling, you nailed the tone, you nailed all that shit. Mm -hmm. So when you're making work as an artist, you at least the way I make work is trying to understand that. Like there's been a ton of other painters that were speaking this language. And the ones that I think are great, I only think they were great because of the way they were saying shit. I, I try to distill it as basic and fundamental as possible. And it's kindergarten-esque in a way because you use the phrase, you use one phrase, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, yeah. art is in the eye of the beholder. Yes. That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, somebody can put a pile of dog shit on that table and say, oh my God, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life because it has a red background or whatever. And then somebody else comes in and says, 
dude, that's dog shit. Yeah. You know, but then it circles back around to the Kim Kardashian example. Kim Kardashian says, oh, my God, that dog shit is beautiful. And then all of a sudden it's selling like hotcakes. Yeah. You know, and I guess that's the, the part where I um, it's almost like a corruption of what corruption of of third parties of what art is not mm -hmm. serious people. Mm -hmm. I don't see these people. I don't, I don't see certain people like as serious. Keep it mm -hmm. to myself, obviously. You know, I've got been educated and I've said, mm -hmm. you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, you just shut the tall glasses, shut the fuck up and you're done. Yeah. Um, but I, I see that. Like I see a person like you and I think genuine, yeah. genuine. And, and you, you learn a lot by listening to the podcast or the, the previous conversation you were having with star. Yeah. Like about somebody like you, I'm just sitting there and like absorbing and I'm saying, well, you know, the, the, you know, these people are going like they're flying like in different levels. All, all of a sudden they're up here and then they're down here. Then they ease it back. Then they pull, you know, push the throttle and they keep going or whatever. Um, but I guess that's really like art defined to me is the eye of the beholder, the genuine beholder. Yeah. You know, not, it's not for me to determine who the genuine beholder is, but whatever it is to you, because even Kim Kardashian can appreciate something that's pretty i don't even yeah. know why i keep going back to her but you know because well, she's, she's such a huge, she's fucking shallow because she's so so huge in, <laughs> yeah. in in pop culture in today's yeah. time like worldwide you know true um do you think a person like myra wexler is an influencer uh i think she can be just just because anyone could be um i think seeing the amount of work she's collected makes me give her some type of respect more than someone that does it right is she, is she responsible enough to earn that respect and responsible enough to earn that trust that somebody else would give her like saying oh no if she says that that's art then that's art has mm. she earned that that's tough that's it's such a it's such a complex question and, where, and i hope where, she's i hope she doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> where <laughs> she's She's, she's she's gonna she's gonna go, wait a minute i thought me and robert were like friends <laughs> we are friends Mario. don't worry about yeah, it just yeah. you know just no, we'll you just, know. And, and, and for the sake of conversation and understanding yeah. this yeah of course yeah. this is a perfect example uh -huh. what i like about seeing her having purchased this much work is mm -hmm. that that she purchased this much work because a lot of people could say hey i support the arts right but you admiring the arts is completely different than saying i support the arts you don't support the arts un until you're putting cash down. You get what I'm saying? If you're going out there and you're admiring the work, that's perfectly fine. You're, you're admiring and you're, by all means. But to support work and to support artists because of where we live, currency is how you support things. This is how you support things that you want to continue to see to exist. Because if not, everything else will be pop culture. The only reason pop culture is so big and the only reason things that we might not like are so big is because they get financial support. So Kim Kardashian is only as big because financially people support that. Well, why is it that, and, and I'm borrowing from the, the conversation that you had before with, yeah. with Star, why is it that a guy like Bascott will go ahead and, and make it and then somebody else, you know, Joe Blow doesn't make it, but he's but he has more brilliant strokes. He has more brilliance about him, but he doesn't make it. Why? What determines that uh, a Picasso will make it and not someone else coming up in his time? Why? Financial is it, is it, support. Financial support. That's it. Huh. That's it. It's like any. It's like anything else. So it's somebody coming in and, and saying, 
I recognize you as an artist yeah. because you say you're an artist and I appreciate your work and therefore I'm going to sponsor you. Yeah. And that's what gets you going. Yeah. That there's, doesn't, there's doesn't seem fair. I mean, life's not fair. <laughs> and life's know? not fair, I know, life's but it doesn't seem fair. fair. I mean, obviously, we get to appreciate their works of art and we get to experience it and everything, you know, but yeah. it's not necessarily fair that, you know, instead of a Picasso, you had a Pacheco. Yeah. You know, or, or Un Pedro, you know, uh, next to growing up with him. And he's the one who taught Picasso how to draw and sketch and do all these things. But then he's not the one getting the credit. Yeah. Just maybe in a blurb when Picasso was interviewed. Oh, yeah, I had a teacher back, you know, when, back then or whatever. But that teacher turns out was greater than him. So it's not necessarily it's what you said. It's not fair. Life's not fair. It's, it's but the, the term greater than him would be. It, it needs to be a scale as to what the definition of greater was he more financially successful than Picasso no is his work worth more now in the market so therefore the market is going to take care of it and museums are going to be built around it and then when something is falling apart they spend a million dollars restoring it then no but but everything goes back to financial everything goes back to like the greatest societies in the world have always put money away to take care of art. Not, we're going to put creatives away so they can make art. Like, no, no, like money away. Like when Hitler was taken over, like he, he, even he had a plan of creating the world's greatest museum with all the artwork that they were, they were stolen or taken yeah. over. Yeah. You know, like the Louvre mm -hmm. was emptied. The only time it's ever been empty is because the Nazis were coming, you know? They weren't stealing that work because they took over the country. They were stealing it because they saw the value in it, money-wise, and because this is society's way of collecting the best ideas that we think need financial backing, you know? And the irony is that he was collecting works of art, too, that <laughs> based on a culture he was trying to extinguish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they stole a ton of work. Yeah. You know? But then it's crazy. This is this is this is the most interesting side about artwork, because in the studio we're talking about the same work that they tell my let's say eight year old or my five year old, like we're talking about the same art. Mm -hmm. Like the art teacher in kindergarten is talking about the same art as Sotheby's. And that you learned, that I learned. Yeah. Yeah. It's just in Sotheby's is going for millions. For 400 million, for so 250 million. Do you think that then art transcends generations? Is that what the definition of art is? Something that can transcend generations? Yeah, I think it transcends us. It's like an music. echo of like, of, like, like music. Mu well, music is art. The, be the Beatles. Yeah. The Beatles are as relevant today and the Stones are as relevant today as they were back then. Look at the Stones. Yeah. It's, it, could be, it could be argued that, hey, there's a, guitar a guitarist out there that's more talented than Keith Richards. So why does Keith... Keith Richards get to be who he is. Or there's a singer that could sing better than uh, Mick Jagger. And it's just like, okay, better is subjective. But there's a scale there as to their success. And then when you say their success, you're talking about their financial success. But do you use the, the word scale also simultaneously with reference? There's a reference to success? Because they what? made it, because they made it big, they should be entitled to all the accolades now, no matter what. I think they've earned it. Yeah. Okay. In, in a market, in a market where they were doing it professionally, and the market was dictating, like we're not the only talented musicians in town. 
because when they were coming up, there was a ton of ton talented of music. Ton of them. And they were all, yeah. they were all in the market of let's make great music, right? And then they had people that were also saying, in order for you to continue to make great music, you need to make the funds to go see these blues players on a random Tuesday, to go and rent a bus, and to go and get away and rent a house in God knows where and dedicate your next year to building your next record, you know? Like, you need money to make that idea happen. In your eyes, is there one medium that's more artistic than the other or they all have equal value and credence? For instance, music, dance, uh, paintings, photography, uh, singing. Do you think that they're all on equal footing? No. <laughs> okay. Painters are the no, okay. <laughs> painters no, are the badass. Painters, bro, they're the best. No, um, no, they're all equal. I think they're all, they're all, they're all saying the the same thing. They're all pursuing the same thing. They're all, they're all trying to. I think the real work, me personally, I think the real work is the person who works at how to say it better. Is that the pursuit? Yes, that's my pursuit for sure. But do you think that's a common thread? No. With every artist, how to say it better? I don't think it's a, with every artist, but I think it's with every serious artist. Yes, with the ones that I consider successful, uh, yes. Do you consider Leonardo da Vinci successful? Yeah, he was more of a scientist than an artist. Yeah, yeah, but he was uh, he was trying to learn as much as possible. Yeah, you know, is art a learned trait? Or is art something innate in everybody? Or can some people access, access it more than others? Um, the skill of it is learned, right? What like do you mean the skill of it? The skill of it. So like How language. to draw a block. Uh, you mean like shades, colors. If the sun's hitting it this way, you got to be able to draw it this way. Yeah. 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 If okay. You, like if you the wanna, fundamentals. If you want to render something correctly, like, hey, I want to draw that accurately to where it's recognizable. Like that's repetition. You wanna play guitar, you gotta learn the chords, you gotta learn the notes, you gotta learn the strum. Yeah. And then you can go and create. And then you could be Jimi Hendrix. Okay. And like turn your guitar upside down and fucking play. But you do know? you think anybody can do that? I think with enough dedication, yes. The thing is I don't think enough people or the average person is interested in doing that. Why is that? Because. Do you think they see it as a waste of time? Yeah, the majority of it. And because then they're the, too busy in their cubicles being, in their world. Being somebody else, you know. Because the majority of it is, you might be doing it right. You might be doing it with all the intentions. You could dedicate your whole life to it. And then you could still be met with absolutely zero in return. You know? What's your currency there, though? Currency of monetary? Yeah. Okay. You know? Like you, zero you, success. But in terms of... A market zero success like you were undiscovered for their whole life and getting philosophical about yeah. it and getting de- deep deep yes. bottom of the ocean deep yeah but does it really matter to a person who's an artist whether or not they are successful at it or not as long as they know that they got out whatever they had in them yes it does really it matter. does matter to them yeah why does it matter to them i, I don't see t- to me yeah it like you know i i'm I like uh, capturing images. I like drawing with, uh, with light. You know what I mean? I mean, I like doing that stuff. Uh, I, I see Star uh, doing different mediums. You know, like I see her, you know, uh, not just with, 
with images, but I see her like, you know, physically, you know, tactile stuff, very visceral stuff. Um, but is it something that she needs to sell in order to be validated as an artist or in order to have success as an artist? I mean, is that really, is that really the, the cause or the, the goal of, of the artist? I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not discounting no, yeah. what you said before yeah. about currency and monetizing it and that there's a balance and, you know, so this person can continue to create. But is it really that important to that person that they are recognized or even acknowledged? It's an honest question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe so because everything is an example, right? So you could eat better to feel better, right? Yeah. Like, hey, I'm yeah. going to have this juice. It makes me feel better. Mm -hmm. And then when you get a cold, you can make a chicken soup and it's going to make you feel better, mm -hmm. right? Right. So in, in those minor examples, right, or you, or you have a headache, you take a Tylenol, you are in the simplest of ways acting as a, as a doctor of sorts or practicing a medicine of sorts. But the, the sphere of medicine, the ones that are groundbreaking into what is the next step in medicine, are fighting for keeps because penicillin is already invented, because aspirin's already invented, because surgeries are already happening, because someone could already eat a chicken soup to feel better when they have a cold. So the ones that are in the sphere that call themselves like doctors and the cutting edge of practicing medicine don't think about, man, a chicken soup when I have a cold it's all I need to feel good about practicing medicine. They want to know the cutting edge. They want to they wanna know what makes the brain tick. So you take art. You take photographs. You, you take that, for example. And you've seen that. And you've seen the museums. And you've seen the auctions. And you understand that. And you understand there's a language. Now you want to be in the sphere of that. And you recognize there's other artists that want to be in the sphere of that. And that game, you got to play for keeps. And that game is what has come before me, what's going to come next to me, and how do I play ball in there? But does playing for keeps mean that you go to the exclusion of others? Yes. I have a different view. Yeah. And I got it from Star. Yeah. With the Harold Ramis. Yeah. And the artist wants to collaborate, wants to bring everybody into the mix, wants to have other people because it's obviously better, you know, there's more strength in numbers, you know? I have mm. a different view of it. Sort of. And, and you, It's you, more strength in numbers when you agree with what those numbers are doing. Kim that, Kardashian has numbers, but you single-handedly don't agree with what she's doing. Oh, she's got numbers, but she doesn't have numbers to collaborate. Her numbers are followers. That's yeah. not a number. I'm talking about collaboration. She doesn't collaborate with dick. Well, maybe she sucks dick, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, there goes my, my plans for politics. Um, yeah. uh, I, I, she doesn't collaborate, man. She doesn't. I mean, I'm, collaboration is, is, is what we're going to do. Yeah. That's collaboration. And what you're saying is tip of the spear playing for keeps. Are you saying that between us, one of us wants to come out and fucking, you know, be the one? Yeah, I thought of this or whatever. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about who thought about anything. It's just like, man, we just did this shit together, you know? If we do decide to hang whatever it is that we're going to do, yeah. it's going to say all the names, everybody. 
And, oh, that, yeah, and yeah. it's not going to be a bigger font or a smaller font or a different font or an underline or a bold or anything. It's just going to be all the names. So that's my question to you is that the artist in whatever era back yeah. then now painting on a cave wall, is it because they, what you said, is it they need to be recognized? They need to get the affirmation? They need to get you know, the recognition, not affirmation, the recognition. For them, they like they need, like it's important to them. Yeah. For, for, for them. Is it important to the artist that he or she be recognized as opposed to all the other people that came up? You see these people when they go to these acceptance speeches. I think it's, I, for me personally, I think it's extremely important because you want to be recognized by your peers because your peers are the only ones that understand how difficult the field that you're working in is. Well, that makes sense. You know, so not recognized in, in the sense by the public, okay. by, by your peers. You want, you want the greatest of artists saying that you're making good work. Not for the sake of, of feeling great about it, but you want the people that you value most because have the most knowledge in that field to look at your work and your research and be like, I see where you're going with this. Then what do you say about the artist who doesn't give a shit about that? If they don't give a shit up, if they don't give a shit about that on purpose, I have no problem. Yeah, with like it. it's not really like their thing. Like yeah, just, uh, there's absolutely no problem with that. Mm-hmm. You know, none whatsoever. But if they do it just to defy or whatever because they they're afraid to be recognized. Yeah, if they like, if I want to sell, like let's say I want to sell commercial work, like mm-hmm. really really basic commercial work, um, I'm gonna paint a couple of canvases red. And then I'm going to try to shop it through Walmart or Ikea and then get them mass produced. And then I want, like, I'm not interested in showing at any museum or any of that. You're making work because artwork, the umbrella of artwork is so big. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes back to the same idea when I give my daughter uh, a Pepto-Bismol, like I'm practicing some form of medicine, yeah, okay. you know, yeah. because, but really, if I speak to a doctor that practices medicine and I, and I tell my, or tell him even, like we're colleagues, like you and I do the same. Like when I give my daughter a Tylenol, like it's the same thing like when you treat your patients. Like that doctor rightfully has the right to tell me like you have no fucking idea what you're talking about, right? Like because it's unfathomable unfathomable to that person that somebody would say such a thing. But no one says that about art. Everybody goes around saying like, yo, I'm an artist. You know what I mean? Like. When someone is the best at what they do, they call him an artist. It could be a mechanic, like bro, he's an artist with that. He could be a sh- uh, he could be a sniper, he could be a shooter, he could be he could be a doctor. He, nobody else uses another form. Nobody else says, "Hey, I cook well, bro. That guy cooks so well, he's a doctor." No, no, he's an artist. Like that is a commonly used phrase. Like he is pursuing it for the purest of ways and, and he's gotten that's, that's so it. good at it he's an artist he's, he's a pioneer. almost like saying he's yeah. in light yeah you know but within that falls within that sphere a lot of bullshit which is like i could paint that and say hey it's art because the umbrella is so big that it's like well yes it's art it's agreeable that it's art but in the world or in the marketplace where art exists and by the peers is recognized as the top, that's not art. I could turn on my phone and make a, a brief movie, but it won't be recognized by Spielberg, David Fincher, by Alfred And, ba- and they'd be the lesser for it. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they be the lesser for it. Yeah. Because you make great movies, man. Yeah. It's tough. It's, it's tough. So I think the only way to try to even measure any of that is by intention. Like, what were your intents? Oh, my intentions were just to make as much money as possible with the cheapest materials. Were you successful? Yes. Okay, dope. Like, you, you hit your mark. What do you think the intention would be with the project that we're contemplating? I think that, I, like I told you before, you I think. You said before, you said here the other day, lightning in a bottle. Your intentions are, you're pursuing the same things that the greatest of artists pursue which is to try to capture an emotion through imagery. In this case, being photographs and then gradually transforming into video and possibly anything else. But it's the same thing that people dedicate their lives to, which is like catching an emotion. Not only catching an emotion from the, per from the person you're photographing, but now you also want to make someone understand it. that. I want to project you it. Know? Yeah. So now you're dealing with two things while you're making the work and while somebody's viewing it and you want to be as clear as possible with that like like people hang themselves because of this shit like there's no shortage of artists that kill themselves because they feel that their work wasn't adequate enough and it's just easier to kill yourself than to continue on this pursuit of like oh how do i say it better how do i say it better do you see it doable do you see it difficult or do you see it like as just like eh, okay let's go See where it goes. Um, the, what's the word? The positive side of me mm -hmm. um, sees it uh, as, hey, let's go, you know? Because we, we live in a world where it's, it's, we're very privileged. We that's, live in the future. That's because you're an artist, because you know? as an artist, you take risk. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's um, your positive side. It's doable. Mm -hmm. It's doable. Um, but is it easy? No. No, never. It's not going to be easy. Anything but is it doable? Yes. But it's just you have to pursue every every option. Mm -hmm. So now, like let's say you, I don't, I don't think you've previously made, made artwork before or have previously thought about concepts in the shape of art. Which, which I think is something that when I was hearing you discuss it with Star, I think that's actually something that assists. Yes. The fact that there is no formal training, the fact that there is no, well, when the sun hits it this way, you got to make sure you draw the shadow over here, you know, and you got to make sure that the ball and the structure and that there is no, there are no parameters, there are no fences, which I think that that's actually a benefit. Yes. But it's hard to keep the fences down when you've taken other images from before. But I, I don't, like I know her, I know Star, mm -hmm. she, she doesn't have any fences at all. Mm-hmm. So there's not going to be any issue there. Yeah. You're the one who's had formal training. To some degree. Yeah. yeah. To but some degree. Not, you have structure. You ha your, your, your things have, you know, they, they, have, they have purpose, they have meaning, they have, they have structure. Yeah. Um, that's why I ask you, what do you see in terms of, like, this particular project moving forward? Because that's what you said. There's going to be a shitload of rabbit holes all over the place. Yeah. And some of them will be able to intersect with other ones, and there's some that'll just be a dead end, and we got to make our way back out. Yeah, you know. But you see it as positive because that's the artist in you. Yeah. But you also see it as as a challenge to use contemporary words. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't see it as a challenge. I see it as pretty basic and fundamental. I think it's 
I think it's more, I think it's incumbent upon us since we know the genesis and what it is. I think we're all on the same page in terms of how difficult it is to capture that. Yeah. But the subjects won't know that. The people that will be taking images of. I mean, for, for the, something I, I used to tell Star all the time, for the greater part of anything you have, the, the population is like 95% likes NASCAR. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, uh, you know, how are you going to win this race, uh, Dale? You know, well, I'm going to go real fast. I'm going to turn left. Then I'm going to go fast again. I'm going to turn left again. I'm just going to keep on going fast and turn left again. And then you ask Randy, hey, Randy, how are you going to win the race? Well, I'm going to go really fast. And then I'm going to turn left. <laughs> you know, like they all yeah. have, like, they, everybody just follows like the, it's like the greyhound dog following the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that that's where, talk about treading into deep water. I think that's where artistry lies is the other 5% that see it and say, okay, you know, either I observe it and I make commentary about it through whatever it is that I do. Yeah. Or I just ridicule the shit out of it and commercialize it and make a shit ton of money. Yeah. You know, I'm Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Oh, y- y- you want to buy shit? Okay, I'll have the biggest place. Yeah. I have the biggest place on the internet. Come and buy all this shit. I'll become the richest man in the history of the world. Yeah. You know, um, there's an art form to that. Yeah. You know, but in terms of dovetailing it back after having gone out way out on that one, um, I still see it like as an easy thing because as the subjects that we discuss, I don't necessarily think it's going to be that difficult to pick apart and get them to where it is that we have to go. Yes. Obviously, you're not privy to my notes, to my to the stuff that I've that I've written down. But, you know, uh, how to get people there. I think music is a big, a big influencer. What you hear yeah. affects, affects you. I mean, how many times have you been like in a, I remember driving behind her one day. Uh, we were leaving. Uh, we were leaving the office. It was like yeah. the very when I just met her or whatever. And like she pulls down her window and like that, that the song from Coldplay, the scientist is blaring out loud of her and she's like screaming her head off. Yeah. You know, and then she like went from zero to a thousand miles an hour in a second. I think music is where you you bring guards down. Yeah. How many times? It's art. That's art. That's art. That's art, man. But but no, but I'm like it's really art. Like yeah. music is inside yeah, of man. the art. Yeah, man. You you, know? you get different. I mean, we've been banging on drums since we could, you know, grunt. Yeah. You know, get to a rock and you start hitting it with the stick. Yep. You know, when we were had hair all over us and our ears could move. Yeah. That that's I that's an original form of art. Yeah. And you were talking about like written word. You were talking about the novel and stuff like that. We've been conveying things through one form or another since we had the ability con- the ability of conscious thought. Yeah. Even a, a a a caveman drawing, he was trying to communicate. Yes. Something. You know, yeah. trying to say something. And I think that that's what art does. Even looking around here, like I see um, painting of the sky, I see Wexler. It, it's trying to convey something. And but that's the whole that's the whole mystery of it, I guess, for me is yeah. that what you said, intention. What is the intention? Of, what did that artist want to say? What did? And that's what I try to pick apart when I go to an art show. Yeah. When I go to an art show, that's what I look for. What were they trying to say? What were they trying to say? So that's what is it that we're trying to say? You know, yeah. that, that's one of the. I, I started writing when you guys were talking what is it that we're trying to say? Why is it that, that we're even interested in this? Is it because it's like the unreachable dream because somebody can't get to it because that's the culmination of every artist or what, that they all try to capture that? Yeah. Or is it just because? You know what I mean? That Those are the... Not without going too existential. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's because, one, I think individually, we feel like our point of view is important because to share it is... there's no matter how much I express it, 
through writing, through painting, through music, through whatever the hell, it's still my point of view, and nobody can see it from my eyes. They can only see or get close to how good I am at saying it to understanding it, right? So you go through life sharing it with everybody, but you're still only viewing it to yourself. You're only viewing it by yourself, and you're only experiencing it by yourself because there's nobody else inside of your head. So you're trying to convey life, and you're trying to let somebody else in so they could understand it as close as possible as you actually saw it. Telling yourself or agreeing with the rest of the world that when I say blue and I look at blue, we're all looking at the same blue or the same shade of blue. But it's unthinkable or it's almost impossible to know with certainty that we're all looking at the same shade of blue. But we're all going to agree, and that's why we named it blue. And when we say, hey, hand me that tube of blue paint, odds are 9.5 out of 10 times you're going to hand me a blue paint. Do you think that art is dictated by the time that the artist grows up in, or do you think it's the other way around? Do no. you think the artist influences the time that he's in? No, or both? We're, children of, we're children of our environment, man. We're children of the art. The art comes from where we grew up. That's what we can't get away from it. How about when you hear people say, no, man, this, this person, you know, the, they were way ahead of their time. Yeah. Do you think it's because that person really was way ahead of their time? I mean, it's, mm. I mean, now we recognize certain people as artists that back then they were ridiculed. Yeah. So the question becomes, I mean, are they dig are, or are those just people that are just anomalies that have come across every now and then? They were the ones that were they were the ones that were pointing out the things as they saw it. Okay, so art art doesn't move or doesn't exist in a vacuum. <coughs> so it, art has always moved the same way the sciences and the maths were moving, right? So when the impressionists were making impressions, right? Like the society was very interested in time, like time as we know it. Like for the very first times you're seeing public clocks for the very first time, the railroad is coming through and setting a time. So when, when prior to that, Broward County could have said, hey, it's 4 o'clock. And then Miami-Dade could have said, yeah, it's also 4 o'clock. It's 4 o'clock Miami-Dade time. It's 4 o'clock Broward time. So now the railroad is coming through and then says, if you want to get your goods on the train, it's 4 o'clock train time. Now everybody agrees, right, that 4 o'clock, when the fucking train says it's four o'clock, it's four o'clock here, and that train is gonna be in Broward County at five o'clock, five o'clock train time. Now Broward has to agree it's five o'clock also, so nobody can miss this. So what do the impressionists do? They start making work based on time. It's a lot about painting, but it's a lot about time. What does this look like at five o'clock? What does this look like at six o'clock? How does the light hit it at one o'clock, at two o'clock, at three o'clock, right? They weren't working in a vacuum. They were working because the, everybody's kind of working on that. A lot of the work that's getting made today is yeah. getting made on a manufacturing level, right? Why? Because manufacturing is very easy. It's never been easier, right? When, when, um, when Dali was making his paintings, yeah. Freud was publishing his papers on dreams and all this, like. Like, there's a direct correlation why... Um, you got melting clocks. You have, you have like, <laughs> these dream states, and you have, like, this, uh, you know? Either that or the peyote was really good that day. <laughs> it, it, it moves. It moves. 
together. They move together. None of it is in a vacuum. In today's day and age, um, let's say Apple could build millions, tens of millions of phones, right? So then you have a single artist, the, the demand for shows, the demands for gallery work, the demands for the public as a whole of their work is X. They need to produce X a year, right? Or their vision is bigger than what it needs to be. So it's, if the funds are there, it's reasonable for them to build work on a scale like a manufacturer does, right? No different than a contractor. Like, I want to build this room out and I want to paint it black and I want it to be an art piece but I also want to build a thousand of them. But me personally building a thousand of them might take me five years, but I don't need to build them, right? Like I could build it as a contractor. The scope, the biggest of sculptures are built like that. You know, it's, we are a product of our environment. To be, to be making artwork the same way that impressionists were making artwork would be no different than the medicine of today practicing in the same manner that was being practiced two, three, four centuries ago. So you would apply that concept also to another topic you discussed w with religion. The religion of yesteryear was being practiced in that scope or in that vacuum, mm -hmm. and the religion now is being practiced completely different. It is. It is, but the beautiful thing about, the, the thing I found most interesting about religion is the idea of there's, there's very few things that continue to be done in the same fashion for thousands of years. So I've been to, um, what, what do they call it? They call it un, un toque, like to a santeria. Mm -hmm. Like they play the drums for a dead, for okay. the dead or for a certain dead mm -hmm. santo or muerto, okay. right? And then being in there, I like to think that people have been doing this ritual exactly almost in the same fashion for thousands of years. So it's hard to find anything that is similar to that, that has transcended through time with something as basic as drums and in a circle and maybe with candles and with fire. And you've been doing it for like yo, thousands of years. People but have been praying the so same prayer you for see, thousands you, of years. You see religion as a, as a like as a touchstone, something that people just think it's reliable because it's over and over again tradition. You know, yeah. I, I mean, you because I, when I was hearing you talk, you were saying that it's because um, your parents did it before you, then you did it like me. I did the same thing. I, yeah. You know, my parents did it before me. Uh, then uh, I did it. Then I put my daughters through it, the whole thing or whatever. And as you can tell, the way I just said, I put my daughters through it. I'm not too fond of religion. Yeah. Um, because I don't see religion necessarily per se as a touchstone. Yeah. I see religion almost as art. Yeah. Personal to the person who's practicing it. Yeah. Because I see religion when it's being administered by other people's uh, pious pontifications, petulant people, mm -hmm. um, popes. Uh, I see it as a form of control. Mm -hmm. That was the original basis of religion mm -hmm. from, from my readings, at least from what it is that I've read. Yeah. Um, so I don't necessarily see it so much. And, 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 I, and I get upset at the fact that they're holding on to one of the, they, they hold on to all the greatest works of art. Yeah. And they don't even show it to anybody. Yeah. They also funded the greatest works well, Exactly. Of art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what's, so, what's the purpose of funding it? And then you're not going to go ahead and like let us see it? Yeah. I guess they own them. 
<laughs> and that and that, that and that's a problem. That's a problem because again, it's a form of control. Oh, you want to see it? Well, you know what? You're gonna have to give me three Hail Marys, four Our Fathers, and uh, walk on rice with your knees for two miles. Yeah, you know, it's like what the fuck, you know? I I just <laughs> I have a I have a little bit of a skewed view of the world. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's accurate. Yeah, it's accurate to to your to, your to, to my understanding. Yeah. To my understanding. And then you, you gotta understand. I think your major problems with religion are gonna be your problems with people. Oh all, yeah. All the things you say are things people do. Not not a, not religion inherently. Exactly. It's just what people do. Exactly. Which is the same problem that artists run into when they see quote unquote other artists that are doing bullshit work. They have the same problems. That is just like you have the purest of things, right? And the pursuit of something great and you're using it to bullshit, right? You're using it to fuck around because you can't. Because I go open up a church and say, oh, God is great and all this and then use something that's holy, right? Like, mm -hmm. And fuck around with it. Use something that people, people change their life. People structure their lives around these topics. Artists structure their lives around artwork. A Christian structures their life around Christianity, a Jew, uh, a Muslim, you know, like people, like Santeros, like people, some people don't eat with a fork because what they believe in, they believe in it so deeply that all rationality goes out the door or they put away their rational thinking, even though they have it, and say, no, rationally, I understand this, but I believe in it so much that I'm, that I, I'm willing to change my life for it. You, you couple the word there that the artist structures their life around this, you know, the religious person structures their life around this. Yeah. Do, you think it's, do you think it's even fair to use the word structure and art in the same I mean, I know you need structure. You need you need the basic tenets in order to be able to express what you're trying to get out. Yeah. But do you think that structure is something that's kind of like out the door when you're talking about an artist? No. I know the structure about like knowing the chords and knowing the notes when you want to play the guitar and the yeah. piano and shit like that. But I'm talking about once you have all that mm -hmm. and now you just start spitting out all kinds of shit. Now you are Beethoven. Now you are Mozart. Now, now, now you're Rachmaninoff. Now you're doing all kinds of shit with the piano. Yeah. Can you actually call that structure? Yes. You can. Of course. If I go, if I go, if I sit in front of a piano, right, and I just slam on every key, mm -hmm. it, it's gonna play notes, and somebody could probably translate it and write it on a sheet of music, right, and then write the randomness of it because music is so vague like I could call that music because mm -hmm. my intentions were to hit every chord I did them intentionally mm -hmm. now I'm, I'm going to create music out of it and this is somebody else could replicate it in theory right Mozart could have done the same thing and for all we know he did at some point but then he learned every key and after learning every key knowing that that was an option to slam all the keys he didn't exercise that option even though he, more than anybody else, understood that he has that option. It's just that option was no longer interested to him. Because now he wanted to structure what key goes first and what key goes after. And his idea of noise, in order to make another note sound better, was a better idea or a more complex idea than just to make noise. You know what I mean? So you take an artist, you take a drip, right? And in the, in the very basic first paintings, 
right? If I, if I stand in front of a painting and I look at a basic painting or I look at a painting of someone that's been painting, let's say, 12 months or 24 months or five years, right, or like a 10-year-old painting, I'm going to find certain amount of strokes that that person likes and kept in there because it's beautiful to drip something and let it dry and be amazed by it, by, oh, look, look at the way it dried, right? You take someone like Pollock, which dripped, and anybody, oh, anybody could do that. He did that shit thousands of times. He wasn't amazed by one drip. He did it thousands of times within a single painting and then did a thousand of those paintings. You get what I mean? So it wasn't, it wasn't a mistake as to like, oh, it's a simple drip. Yes, it's a simple drip. But the fact that you would go into a room and do that simple drip thousands of times and come back tomorrow and do it again and come back tomorrow and do it again until you start to want to develop a language is respectable. But you define that as structure. Yes. Because he's not amazed by one thing. Now, to take it back to music, he could make noise, right? But now if you dedicate your entire life to making noise and then now... You're going to take that noise and you're going to edit it in a certain way to now there's a beat and there's a pattern. Mm -hmm. Then you're just past that idea of like, this is where everybody starts. You know, this is how you develop. How can you say it better? You write your name. When the first time you learn to write your name, you write it over and over and over and over. And now you write it however you want it to quickly without thinking about it with your eyes closed paying attention to some something else but those very first times that they taught you like hey that's your name you were amazed by it like that's my fucking name you think art is influenced by the type of government that that artist is in yeah. democracy monarchy dictatorship whatever yeah, yeah, you yeah, think definitely. it's defined by that yeah, I, yeah. I think that too yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that that's yeah. I, would, I would say that's universal no? yeah right? yeah yeah yeah, we don't, we don't want to work in a vacuum. Yeah. Like, um, the type of work you're making, why you're making it, the medium you're making it is just the t your project. You're going to approach it in a way that says it's a Westerner living in South Florida with making X amount of money annually because you can't get outside of that. You're going to bring your heritage into it. You're going to bring your income into it. And then you're going to bring your original thoughts about what you think art is. When you, when you seek to curate or, or to do a, a show, do you investigate? Do you go further deep into that artist to see where it's coming from? Or do you just appreciate the net result, the, the work, the product? Is it something that like the product catches your eye and say, Cunha, I want to find out a little bit more about this cat or this chick or whatever, see mm -hmm. what's, what's going on or whatever. And then once you start delving further in, is that part of your process when you... At my level right now, no. It's just a face value. Face value as to what it is that appeases your eye. Yes, right now. But, but you're, are you on looking... A, on a grander scale, then it will go with more research. Because but are you looking at it, when you say it appeases your eye, but are you looking at it with a commercial eye, an artist's eye, or both? Both. Both. So the only reason I don't do a ton of research into the artist that I want to display now <coughs> is, is very basic. One, I don't have access to big name artists or blue chip artists. I just don't because 
I don't have a market for that. I don't well, have a blue client. chip is who you make, no. who you want to be a blue chip. No, no, no. Because no. I mean, if you if you wait, if you start pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing one particular person, then all of a sudden it, can't, it just takes one. But one. it doesn't just take <laughs> one. <laughs> you know? We could go. We could go and get all the tools required to build a car, but we're not gonna build Lamborghini, let alone Honda. <laughs> okay, right. you know. But no, like, and, and I get the, the, the analogy, but it just takes one person in a position of influence to, to jack that, that artist's career. The right person. The right person. Yeah. The right person. But the right person isn't going to put anybody up. So you know? you, when you first look at the, at the work yeah. and it appeases you, what percentage initially yeah. Okay, like let's say superficially, yeah. what percentage is the percentage of you as an artist and what percentage is you as the commercial entrepreneur? Well, I only show work that I would want to own myself, right? Okay. For whatever reason. Right. It's just I could live with it, then I could live with, with me saying like, hey, come and take a look at this work, right? Because essentially, if I'm curating a show and I'm hanging a show and I'm lighting a show, when I open the doors, all I'm saying is to the public, to my friends, to other people that I don't know, hey, come see this because I think it's of value to look at, right? Shortly after that is if I could sell this at a profit to someone that's going to like it and take care of it as much as I would, then it's win-win, right? If it, if it scaled up and I had access to bigger names, then it would start with that. And then it would also go into this person is dealing with these topics for this reason. And putting that conversation next to this person that has this conversation is interesting visually and is interesting in theory. And right? Commercially, I would imagine. And then commercially, because if you have access to bigger names, there's already a market for it. See, the people that buy work, you could buy anything. You, you go fucking spend, you, there's people that have million dollar sneaker collections, you know, and then they know who designed the sneaker and who was, when did this sneaker come out, what date, where yeah, they got produced. That shit still blows my mind, bro. All that shit. <laughs> Everything fucking, to like fucking what. Fucking sneakers, bro. Yeah. You know, <laughs> to what factory made it and most likely what factory it came out of, what right. date, all that shit, right? That deep. So art is no different, right? The people that buy work and that are really interested in work, some are really interested in what the artist is doing as well. Some are not, right? The people that curate work, some are interested in what the artist is doing and disregard what the work looks like because what the artist is doing and who the artist is to them super, super exceeds what the work looks like, right? So every curator brings their own little mix, right? There's a curator that might think, or there's a gallery owner, right, that might think, Having 50% women and 50% men in today's day and age in my gallery, it's important, right? So now I have that as a scale. Now I'm going to go look for, like, let's say two women artists that I could live with and I enjoy the work and I could live with showing. And then I'm going to also go out of my way and find two male artists. So now I'm going even deeper. I like all four of these artists, and then they also happen to meet the criteria of 50% female and 50% male. Why they do that? Maybe because it's beneficial for business in today's day and age. You know, do they do that because they feel that's important to them now? Probably so. It's just how much do you want to layer it? 
How much do you want to layer it when you make work, when you curate work, when you buy work? Because buying work might be the same thing. I want to buy work by women only. And then I go out into the market and I look for work that I love, that is a good investment, but only made by women. You think Jim Carrey's an artist? Yeah, undeniably, though. He's an artist because he's an actor. He's a painter as well. So undeniably, like, do I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your definition of an artist broad? I think the definition of an artist in general is broad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I don't hold a different definition than, like, Webster's Dictionary, you know? Within that, I have my context of of what I would buy. Would if, if I was to buy one of Jim Carrey's paintings at this point, I would be buying it more because it's Jim Carrey who painted it, right? And that's a big part of it, too, though, because to some degree, you want to buy work that a certain individual made unless you absolutely fall in love with the work and you don't care who made it but in order to do that you would need to see it and have no record of knowing who made the work would that make it better you think that that will make it more pure like you think that well you you guys made made a uh when you were talking to star you, you made a comment as to whether ai could be uh supplant can mm -hmm. can artificial intelligence you know create art mm -hmm. and I, i'll tell you flat out my point is no yeah you know, i think art requires uh to some degree and i think what you guys were talking about some of the best works are, requires conflict yeah you know drama equals conflict conflict equal, equals drama i don't think ai can ai is is developed to to resolve conflict yeah not necessarily express it yeah so i i wouldn't necessarily say ai but i and i and i forgot what your point was that can ai is it uh, i think i asked if it was a human is art a human trait yeah and i and i yeah. think it is yeah I, I think it is i don't think i mean because even the computer inputs is taking into account human traits yeah and it's built in our yeah. quote-unquote our image yeah and it's like algorithms you know used to decide over and over again or you ever see that movie with will smith where he has like the fake arm i i robot or something like that yeah. or i cop or some shit like that uh where the the robot had to save he wanted it to save a kid and the robot made a decision saying no you have a better chance of survival so i'm taking you i'm yeah. letting the kid drown you have a much higher percentage that's the same thing i don't think ai can actually they, they can replicate art yeah they can do a drawing, the rose over there on the wall or whatever. They can do that perfectly fine and to the fucking T, to yeah. the nanometer, whatever you want to call it. Um, How do you feel about that? About that, like <clears throat> the rep the replication of that? They could replicate it. You think, in your view, does that art have any value? No. 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 I, I, the only value it has would be, again, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, the person who, who goes ahead and purchases that print that lithograph, whatever, mm -hmm. a, replica, a, re a replica of whatever it is, mm -hmm. just so they could appreciate and they could say, oh, you know what, Look, it looks just like the Mona Lisa. Yeah, they love it, the they want it, all that. You right. know, but that, and if that inspires somebody to do something with it, you know, in, in their mind, and maybe even create something or whatever, then great, but in terms of like uh, distilling it and looking at it sterilely, no, I don't think that, that that would be per se art. Yeah. You know? Would you feel the same way if a person was behind that 
Like if a person is just replicating it? No, but uh, but uh, no, but but I'll would give it you still an hold no value. It would still hold no value. Well, this is the thing. It, the the person there was already a person behind it that did replicate it because you don't get to that replica without sophisticated algorithms, which in and of itself, math is an art form. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll tell you where I do see it as an art form is if and, and a very specific example. You go ahead and replicate a uh, a heart for me, mm -hmm. and you stick that inside a kid mm -hmm. that's in vitro. Mm -hmm because they have no heart or whatever, and now you replicated it, and now you opened up the woman's belly, and you put it in there or whatever, and now it's working. Now, okay, that's art. Mm -hmm. That's art. And the, and the artist who did that, it, that was a collaborative effect because mm -hmm. it was a bunch of engineers, and then you had the doctor who actually went in there and did that. Mm -hmm. Funny story. I, I, one time when I was on, on La Ley, um, mm -hmm. I remember there was a, a guy that called in, and he was talking because I, my position was doctors are not paid enough. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that very example, a doctor who can go into a still pregnant woman, fix a heart yeah. and the baby, close it up. And then the baby's born. It's like, whatever, you know, kid goes up to be the next Michelangelo or Da Vinci or whatever. Yeah. And they were talking and the comparison was with sports players, yeah. you know, and like it was Alex Rodriguez who got paid $250 million, you know, way back when or whatever. And then some guy had called in and, he go, and, and I said, do you really, can you really compare the two, you know what yeah. I mean? The guy says, oh, you don't know the beauty behind seeing an outfielder, you yeah. know, shag a ball, shag a fly ball. Yeah. And I'm going, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Yeah. You know, you, we're not even on the same planet, bro. We're not even in the same galaxy, yeah. you know? I mean, I, the Big Bang, you were way back then. Dude, I could see the light from way over there. That's where you were at, bro, because you're my own cretin, bro. Yeah. Um, the artistry uh, I can appreciate in that kind of example. Yeah. I do think medicine is an art yeah. um, because of what you said. Yeah. And, and to some degree, I, I guess I'll yield on, on that one in terms of what you say, uh, uh, that they're all kind of like fighting for, for, the, for the peak. Who's going who's gonna to be the next big inventor of what's going to be the next penicillin? Who's going to be published? Who's going to be in published? Their, in that, their sense. Exactly. It would be like asking a doctor or asking someone in the sciences, like, hey, would you still do, do all this if you were never published? And expecting them to say, like, I would still do all this. It wouldn't matter if I was never and they published. And they won't do it. They wouldn't because the recognition from their peers is being published. Hence, step in Nobel. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, you want to be you want to be put up there with the people that that originally brought you into this field. The ones that you look up to right. and say, like, man, that was a great whatever. Whether it was a painter, photographer, outfielder. Like, do I think, do I think with the description that you say it's art, I, that I don't agree with. I think art is art, and I think medicine is medicine, and math is math. I think they're so intertwined that someone could say that, hey, that's art, or that's, like, the guy's an artist. The problem with that is that art doesn't need to solve a specific or be a specific anything. There could be art for art's sake. That's why you could have an artist can his shit and and can it like it's like if sure. it's Campbell soup and yeah, then yeah, Tyler exactly. they can shit and sell it right. and and do it in limited editions and sell and the market still buys it and it's still very collectible and it will continue to go up in value like it's literally his can shit mm -hmm. you know art doesn't need to form anything because there's plenty of other things that form things it doesn't need to be beautiful it doesn't need to be ugly. 
It doesn't need to be big, small, grand. It doesn't need to do anything. So it's one of the few places that it allows you to do whatever you want. So it's one of the few places that if you follow it long in a long enough timeline, you're going to see a record of what civilization was thinking because it's one of the few places where no censorship is required. So, so, there, so there is no structure. There could be no structure. And there could be structure. There's only one way to do math, right? Like the numbers need to add up. Mm-hmm. How you add them up and how you want to do it is up to you. But at the end of the day, they gotta get to it's either place. right or wrong, mm-hmm. right? Take math and put it inside the art world, and now it doesn't even need to make sense. And then we can't, because we're using numbers, we can look at it and say, oh, that's math. And it's just like, no, no, that's art, because it doesn't make sense. And math needs to make sense. Like, math needs to have an end result. Art doesn't, you know? The cave paintings and the Sistine Chapel and everything up to the impression is to some degree, was approached with an end result. It was to educate, it was to mystify, it was to create a record, but you didn't have the printing press, you didn't have the means of communications that from the, from the printing press onward exists, right? So then what happens when the impressionists come to town? What happens during that time period? Now you get uh, the industrial world starts to take shape. We're only looking at the industrial world or what they started now from 2019. But we don't have to go back that far. You go back, let's say, 500 years and you have people shitting outdoors. You know what I mean? You go back a thousand years and how barbaric do they look. So then now you take artwork that was being done in that age and you take artwork that's being done now and you put them in the same place without any context. And then, of course, they're not going to They don't line drive up. They don't line because up. Because you're not putting them in the context of, like, this shit was made when people were taking shit outside, man. This was made, like, when the common person got a cold and died. You know? so, so do you think that the definition of great art is one that transcends time and generation, going back to my original? Like music. Yeah. I think one, my definition of great art is one that's honest in, in the intentions of what it needs to be or what it's it set out to be, right? Like, just honest in that artist. And it doesn't matter if it was done in 2019 or in 1419. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it was intended to be a joke, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if it was art done in jest and it was successful at getting a chuckle, mm-hmm. then it's successful because it was in, intended to be a joke it was it was created to ridicule it was created to be a joke it was a commentary from the get-go if it was intended to be serious and then people laugh at it and then me because it's like oh well it's better off if i say it was jest but originally intended to be serious then i'm just being dishonest but i'm now i'm going with with, with the best result that it got do you, do you think that art per se in order to be def- be defined is at least one facet of the definition is something that can be viewed? No. No. Like if I do something, if I scribble something and I hide it, that's not art. Or that is art. It depends on if you're going to 
because that, that was my main beef with Star uh -huh. because she would show me all these images when uh -huh. I met her. And I go, okay, you got to get this shit out there, man. Mm -hmm. you, you know, I, and she goes, no, 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 no. This is only for me, you know, yeah. whatever. And I told her, no, 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 you got to let other people appreciate your, your vision, your, what it is that you see, your eye, what it is that you see. Yeah. And then that's when she started exploring more options. So going back to that, do you think that art is something in order to at least have one facet of the definition of art, it ha has to be something that is viewed, heard, or read? Um, in How? order to compete, yes. Or so in order to be in the place where, where the artists come to play, yes. Like you could, you're gonna play baseball in a baseball field. Mm -hmm. You know, we could play in our backyard, but if you wanna play it professionally, not only does it have to be in, in a baseball field, but now it has to be in an MLB controlled field. Only, only if we want to play it professionally, but we're not forced to play it professionally, you know. So it's it's hard to put a definition on it because it is it's no different than saying what medicine is. It's no different than saying what sport is. It's no different than saying what baseball is or basketball is, right? Or soccer. Soccer is the the biggest sp sport played around yeah, the world. It's the world yeah. sport, mm -hmm. right? So. There's plenty of people that play soccer, from the poorest of people to the richest of people, mm -hmm. right? But in order for you to play soccer professionally, you gotta play under FIFA. And FIFA plays with contracts, and they have a season, and they have a World Cup, and they have Mundiales, and they have that. That's where the professionals go to play. That doesn't mean that they're the best, but it means that they're the professional. Do you think that as humans, we need, we need structure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you think that the artist needs that much structure? I think. I mean, I, I keep, this is like a theme yeah. that I keep coming back to because I want to get your thoughts on it because it's, because you've done the impossible, by the way. You you, you, you convinced me on the part about, you know, the, the spear and coming yeah. up to the, because I usually don't get easily convinced when it yeah. comes to stuff like this. But, uh, but I, I appreciate your point. I actually, you know, incorporate it now into my, into my, myself, you know, yeah. but the human human beings need structure you yeah. know you know that's the way that we're brought up or whatever that's why as babies we're so innocent we see we can even supposedly see ghosts because we're so open-minded and everything yeah but do you think that the artist sees that he he or she doesn't necessarily need or or thirst for the same kind of structure than the society that they're living in I think they're going to rebel against it. Yeah, they should rebel against so it. So artists yeah. naturally are, are, are rebellious yes. to, to a certain degree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because they, they're, they're, they're different. Yes. They think different. Yeah. And a lot of the work or a lot of where the work comes from is with this dialogue of what the structure of their life is or, or the structure of reality is and how they want to explain it to themselves and to others. Right? Like this, the, the, this is where, where me creating work comes from. Right? And happiness is not a creative place. For some, it isn't. And for, and for a lot of artists throughout the years, if you look at it, a lot of artists agree that some of the greatest work comes from a very dark place. Some of the greatest musicians, some of the greatest actors, some of the greatest painters were not people you wanted to hang around with, man. Picasso was a guy you wouldn't want your daughter to be around. He was a dick. Did you see the, the you know miniseries that they did on? He on was. He, he was. He was a manipulative, dick, 
<laughs> he was well off. Yeah, man. He had money, and he understood that he was Picasso. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> you know, he used to. He used to when dealers would come to his studio. There's a story that he used to pour water on them from a second floor window. He used to like blow people off. He knew, he understood who he was. I think he became part of the Communist Party at one point. Yeah. Just to see what, what his public reaction would be. You know, uh, Basquiat mm -hmm. fucking becomes famous 2021, 20, is dead by 27, was a major drug addict, mm -hmm. hardcore drug addict. He, he dies of a, of a heroin overdose. Yeah, I saw the, the flick know? a long time ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. these, these, are, these are troubled people, yeah. but then this is, the, this is why the type of work that they create is it's not. It's a friend of mine told me once. He was like, oh, you got to separate the art from the artist, you know, which is, to me is a hard thing to wrap my head around. But I could understand what he means. Like the artwork is coming from a certain person, their point of view. But then ultimately the artwork lives on its own with its own merits and why it just ha it was just written by somebody. It was just painted by somebody. The photograph was just taken by somebody. Do you think. Do you think the night inspires art? The night, like night, like nighttime. Night, dark. Yeah, I, I think, think the so. night inspires art. Yeah, it's it's very conducive to, at, at least for me, it is. Like when everybody's sleeping, when yeah, everybody's that's what I is when I want to be. Someone pours out awake. You know, I you think. Do you think that too, Star? Yeah. Yeah. You know, something about that. Something about quietness. Everything being still. Well, shit, she wakes you up know? at four twenty every morning to four forty four. Sorry, uh, why four forty four? Why four forty forty four? There's something. There's something in that, dude. There you go. There you go. I see a lot of where your questions are coming from. That's why. That's why. It's actually important for me to tell you what I think because, this is the way I see it. A lot of those questions, are coming from a place, of, someone, that is in your spot. Like you're starting off in this journey and right now you think the journey represents the physical like the artist makes artwork you know and then the thing is to be an artist you gotta make artwork the artist makes artwork and stuff like that but you're turning something on that you're never gonna turn off the artwork is just gonna be a consequence of that so you're gonna start making artwork and then you're going to be approaching your shoes and your food and your thought process and what you read in, what you take in, in the same manner of the way you're making your work. Your work is now just a consequence of your ideas, you know? So because it is that, because it's a consequence of what you believe in, what you, what you are, essentially, you want your artwork to be the best it could be. Because you wouldn't want to be misunderstood personally, you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you, the day you put on like red pants with green shoes, it's going to be the specific red you wanted to put and the specific green you wanted to put. So others can look at it and be like, oh, I could do that. And it's like, you could do that, but you would have not picked the same red and the same green. And, and understanding that, 
is where the greatest of your work is going to come out. Like, I could do that. Yes, you could do that. But can you do it consistently? And why would you do that? You take a picture of something, anybody could take a picture of it. That's why there's no, there's no secrets. Mm -hmm. There's no secrets come to my studio, see how I work. There's no secrets. There's no, you want to know how I work? This is how I work. Because you can't do what I do. You could do something similar and you could do something better for sure. But what I do, only I could do. Because I'm doing it. Because if you give us the same equipment, you give us the same painting, the same everything, the outcome is going to be different. Even if we're trying to do the same thing. That's why when you're buying work, part of who made it is a big deal. Because you, you want to buy work from that person. Because they made it. You know, unless you fall in love with a piece and you're just like, you fall in love with a physical object and it's just like, hey, man, I want to have that yeah. in my life. But you're chasing, you're buying little pieces of people's lives, man, yes. for your own personal gain, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's to buy it to keep it, whether it's to buy it to sell it, whether it's to buy it to own it, to keep it from not being destroyed. It's the only reason why you go to a museum and they say, hey, like, don't fuck it up. Don't step close to the painting. Don't touch it. Because somebody thought, let's take care of this shit. And then they paid somebody and they said, yo, make sure nobody touches it. And even if that person that's telling you don't touch it doesn't understand that, they have orders from somebody that bought it originally and said, this shit we're going to take care of for as long as possible. If the building falls, we'll fucking rebuild it. If it falls apart, we'll... Um, yeah, we'll remodel it. We'll refurbish it. We'll keep we'll on maintaining it. We'll keep it. it. If, if the light is too bright, we'll build a room that doesn't have enough light. We're going to keep it for as long as possible. Why? So the little ones could come and look. And then they could come back when they're old and look at the same exact piece. You know? And what else? What else do you know that humans do that to? They're dead. Their dead is the only thing that they do that to, bro. They put them in a cemetery. Man, I went it's to the them. only thing they respect. I was in Buenos Aires. Have you seen the cemeteries that they do in Argentina? No. These mausoleums, man. Where, uh, what's her name? Evita or wherever she's. Evita. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where she's buried. Mm -hmm. These fucking monuments, bro. Like you walk in there, it's like you, you look at it and you go, man, somebody spent $100,000 on this mausoleum with an angel in the, in mm -hmm. the sky. I think I even sent you a picture. Yeah. Yeah, but what the fuck, bro? They're dead. They're not there. Do you think that that art means something different at different times for the individual looking at it? For instance, you look at the Mona Lisa when you're 12 years old. You go back to the Louvre and now you're 35 years old and you look at it again. Does it mean something different? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I Just like that, that famous quote, like this, the same man doesn't step into the same river twice because it's not the same it's man. It's not the same water. The same river, yeah, yeah. You know, like that type. Yeah. yeah. So you bring your own. You bring your own baggage with it. It's tough. It's very. This is why it interests me the most because out of everything that I know to exist, right? Like I, everything from fucking rockets to payless shoes. Yeah. <laughs> close down. Burst your bubble. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> all within that range, mm -hmm. there's this. There's this market of people that dedicate their lives to making something they call art. And then inside that group, there's an even 
smaller group that puts their hard-earned money behind it. And then there's an even smaller group that puts ridiculous amounts of money behind it. And then this is the same thing or the same concept that they teach a four-year-old. You know, it's, it's strange, man. People are strange, but that's the beauty of it. Do you think that art then is per se like a, maybe like a subculture? Um, which, which just, art, just, which uh, art, like adult, like the vagueness of, of art? Let, let's say the vagueness of art, I think is universal. Like pe like my example, people who, who love NASCAR racing, that's a subculture. Yeah. You know, uh, people who like uh, Formula One racing, that's a subculture. Yeah. Do you think art, the, the art environment, the art uh, population, the, do you think that that's a subculture? Or but is that something that transcends? Well, to follow that same train of thought, like when you ask me that art, in that art in that sense would be saying motor vehicles, right? So within motor vehicles, you have, you have a NASCAR and you have a, sure. you know, so right. art is the vagueness of it. Um, they say that an art market or like museum quality work or, or work that moves within the art world, the museums take care of it, auction houses take care of it, the, the schools study it and teach it, and then the magazines or the newspapers cover it. That would be a subculture. That, that could almost move outside of the, the other the, culture. The bigger part, the yeah. bigger portion of it. Yeah. You know, it, now it all comes from the outside into that world. But that world alone is very closed off. Like those are the ones that take care of it. Those are the ones that publish it. Those are the ones that document it, restore it, move it, you know, buy a ticket, come see the work, that type of stuff. Well, did you change my mind on the other part, man? So that's that in and of itself is. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're asking the right questions, man. You're nah, asking nah, nah, nah. because you're not asking them for the sake of asking. You're you're. You're at a point right now where you want to try to understand a definition of art. It's going to get to a point where you understand, like, it has no set definition. Oh, I'm very comfortable mm -hmm. with the fact that there is no definition to this. I'm very comfortable with that. Yeah. I just, I was curious as to, as to what your view on it was, like, in general. Yeah. But you gave me specificity, and I tried to challenge you on it, but oh, you, you convinced me of, of the other point. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's like, going to be fun seeing it's the, work. It's going to it's gonna be fun seeing fun. us all work. Very fun because, man, is you you're you're learning how to write, mm -hmm. and then now you're gonna start to write, but you you decided that you want to start to write poetry, you know, which is like oh shit, like well, all the baggage that comes with being a poet <laughs> is you want you you're you're like willingly you're like willingly bringing it into your life, you know. <laughs> Be, being on meds for 10 years will do that shit to you, bro. <laughs> that's, man, that's amazing, dude. And we'll go see work. We'll go see work. Man. Yeah, man. We'll go see work where, where, like, I could tell you these things. And then, like, they're out. There is, like, backed up by it. Like, there's, there's so much written about it. And you could see the work. You know who you, know you got to do a podcast with? The one that I've been trying to connect with her, a girl named Stacy. She's a, she's a bartender at Ruth Chris, mm -hmm. but that girl has been, she's been through so much fucking shit. She's a writer, she's yeah. a writer man. The girl can, hey, I got to get you her feed. Um, 
You're following Ari on what on, on Tumblr. That's it. Nice. On yeah, Tumblr. Yeah. Send me the info. You you gotta if if you got it, just send it to him because you you gotta you gotta read some of her shit because it's like like when you finish reading, I, I finish reading and I go into a corner and I curl up and I cry. <laughs> She's young, dude. That is awesome. She's young, but la tipa tiene, tú sabes. Yeah. She's, uh, she's not saying a story, she's saying, and then I saw you, and there you were, blah, 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 and people love that. Like they're, in the, they're, in the they're in the room, they're in the room with her, you know, and like she's describing it or whatever, you know, she's, and she's got a, but she's got a good voice, and acerbic as shit. Yeah. Uh, you know what she did? I, I went to, there's a, there's, I always go, I used to go to Ruth Chris all the time when I got separated and divorced, because that was the only place I knew how to eat. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know how to make food for myself. Um. There's a bartender there that he's trying to get into stand up and all this shit or whatever. So he had yeah. a show over at uh, it's off a of, it's on Miracle Mile, not a Miracle Mile. It's on Coral Way and something I forgot what it's called. Uh, but he uses it like as a stand up venue. Yeah. And one of his acts dropped out. Okay, like it's he was doing like the the troupe thing or whatever. So he had a couple of comedians come up or whatever. And one of the acts dropped out, and he said he went up to her. You know, like he went up to her and he goes, "Hey, man, I had this act drop out." She goes, "Oh, if you want, I'll fill in." Oh man. Never done it before. Never done it before. She stood up there, dude, got the mic, and she fucking nailed it, dude. Me, I, me and Diana were like our mouths wide open. We're saying, are you fucking kidding me? And it wasn't like, you know, uh, knock, knock, who's there? You know, it wasn't that kind of yeah, bullshit, yeah. you know? It was like legit shit, but it was coming like from a dark place, but she made it funny. Hard. So tough. Tough stuff, man. Tough stuff. But Odina Gablak Cuentadipa, and that, she's one of the ones that I wanted to get into collaborate because I think that we should have... Um, words and writing like as if when we were talking now and from from before that i've talked to the star about that um she'd be good like to be able to describe what's going on you know where she could be in here and she actually wanted to be one of the subjects immediately yeah there you she, go, man. she's very very abierta you know and that's what we need we need somebody who's like has the nerve right here and says well, step on it go ahead yeah <laughs> you know it's like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> go ahead, step on it spit on it cut it i don't give a shit do what you want yeah and is it and is able to tell you what and what she's feeling exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's. Yeah, man. You yeah. you you gotta you gotta do something with her. You definitely gotta do something with her. Well, we're gonna. We're, I'm I'm trying to bring her in, uh, to this. Um, I'm gonna see her on Wednesday. I see her on Wednesday, so I'll talk to her and tell her more stuff. These know? are exciting times, man. Yeah, these are exciting times for any, all of us. You have any social media or anything like that? Uh, yeah, but my social media is like more for work. More for work. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the social media that I have is like not, not for 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 the creative outlet. Yeah. Are you, you gonna build any for the creative outlet now? Like what, yeah, what's, I think, where I think, where do you see it? Because now you're gonna start <laughs> off, right? You're gonna start making work. Like where do you see that work? Like you wanna start doing exhibitions, you wanna start putting it out to the market, you wanna start what just wanna get it out. You want to get it out to the but public. Not get it out to the public. I want to get out of me. Yeah. That, that's the only thing I'm concerned with right now. Yeah. I just want to get it out. Yeah. And where it goes from there, that's what collaboration's for. Nice. You know, but I, I'm not uh, not looking to, to monetize it. If it gets monetized, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't make, make a difference. Uh, it's just getting it out. Yeah. You know, you you, you all know the, how this works. Yeah. You, you can't stop. You know, waking up at three in the morning, writing down notes, scribbling, whatever, and going back to bed and saying, "What'd you do?" And I, I just uh, 
just want to rub one out, babe. Sorry. And I just didn't yeah. want to wake you up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's hard, right? It's crazy, no, Nobody man. would understand. And they don't get it, man. Other, others that do would understand that. Others that do get it. That's hey. why they're very close-knit also. Which know? is why that's that's this place is a magnet. Yeah. You know? She yeah. sends a text. It's like, yeah, okay, wait, I got order. <laughs> yeah, 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 where are we going? Where are we going? How are we going to do it? You know, it's like, you know, it's like, let's go. They used to do this, man. They used to be uh, back in the days. It always goes back to back in the days and stuff. But artists have always, they were always the rejects. They were always the fuck yeah. ups. They want to hang together Outcast. and talk together and, yeah. and and discuss each other. Like, oh, that work is bullshit because it's not honest. Mm -hmm. Like, how dare you present that as artwork and shit like that, you know? Mm -hmm. It's only till modern days where now it's like the artist is the superstar and this it's idea of their perception and who they are within the society. And now they that. call them artists. Before they used to call them freaks. Yeah. You know? Or artists too. Still, yeah. still very, very much so. You know? still, society has always had a place for artists. Mm -hmm. Un unknowingly, or I, I'm not sure why, but art has always been valued to some degree. They appreciate you know? it, but they won't bring them into parties. Yeah. That's, that's really the, the thing. Because they don't get it. Not that they don't get it. They just, they don't understand it. Yeah. That's all it is. This right, is fun. This is fun, dude. Right? All right, well, <laughs> let's do it again when you do some work, and then we'll, we'll keep doing it. Well, we do work. Yeah, nice. <laughs>